Inflation fears. The worrying similarities between the climate crisis and a fragile economy. The people responsible for getting us out of the climate crisis and the people responsible for rescuing the world economy from the pandemic-induced economic downturn, are between a rock and a hard place. Boil down to its simplest form, politicians are trying to do the near impossible, balance economic growth with saving the world. Here's the problem, if this reckless balancing act isn't done exactly right, we risk crossing a tipping point, a tipping point could easily turn into a point of no return. The growing climate crisis. Devastating floods across China and Europe. Fires destroying forests and towns, up and down the Canadian and U.S. West Coast. Record heat waves in Siberia and northern Canada. Stronger, more frequent hurricanes and typhoons. The warning signs are everywhere. This week the UN released a code red climate change report. In the five future scenarios outlined by the report, only the first scenario manages to accomplish the Paris Accord goal of only a 1.5 degrees Celsius increase in global temperatures by the end of the century. However, to achieve this goal, the entire planet somehow needs to get to net zero emissions by 2050. Paleocene Eocene Thermal Maximum, PETM According to PBS Eons, 56 million years ago, the world heated up a lot, between 5 to 8 degrees Celsius, just think about that for a moment while keeping in mind the UN report mentioned above suggests it will be highly unlikely for the world to limit global warming today to only 1.5 degrees Celsius. It actually got so hot, scientists estimate the oceans around the South Pole reached 20 degrees Celsius. At the Pitten Peak, rainforests extended into places as far north as Wyoming. It's believed the Pitten started with a sudden spike in greenhouse gases, possibly from a sudden increase of massive forest fires. All of the carbon that was suddenly released into the atmosphere seems to have, in turn, triggered an unstoppable atmosphere warming feedback loop by allowing large amounts of methyl hydrates to break down resulting in even more greenhouse gases being released into the atmosphere. Methyl hydrates stay stable if kept under extreme pressure, think the bottom of the ocean, or extremely cold, like in permafrost. However, if temperatures rise and permafrost begins melting, Methyl hydrates destabilize and begin releasing greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. Wait, isn't there a lot of permafrost in the Siberian Arctic? How the pitten started is probably less important than understanding at a certain point. A tipping point was crossed and methyl hydrates began destabilizing, releasing even more carbon into the atmosphere. The globe continued to steadily warm as the feedback loop continued over the course of approximately 4,000 years. Although the warming process was slow, Ultimately the globe warmed up so much, oceans around the equator may have risen to around 36 degrees Celsius, far too warm for most forms of life. Why this ancient story is so relevant today, is our modern, industrialized world is currently releasing carbon into the atmosphere at approximately five times the rate experienced during the peak carbon release of the TEM. Scientists around the world have been warning for years that we are releasing so much greenhouse gas, we are quickly approaching our own climate crisis tipping point and a modern-day, uncontrollable feedback loop. Scientists aren't sure why temperatures started dropping again but thankfully, the planet eventually recovered and cooled down. However, it's worth noting, it took nearly 3 million years for the Earth to cool down to temperature averages experienced before the TEM. The Ongoing Pandemic Crisis This week, Florida requested 300 ventilators and Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, says he will withhold salaries of officials who enact school mask mandates. At the same time, Tokyo, and much of Japan, were forced into a state of emergency, 
to combat a fourth infection wave, just in time for the Olympics. If politicians decide against shutdowns in favor of the economy, people die needlessly. Yet, with each subsequent wave of shutdowns, lockdowns, and states of emergency, economies suffer and governments are forced to shell out ever-increasing piles of money borrowed from central banks. Modern Monetary Inflationary Pressures What's keeping stock markets from imploding? Unquestionably, unprecedented economic stimulus and the apparently unshakable belief in modern monetary theory. Yet, there is a problem with this assumption. How do we know modern monetary theory is real and not just another ill-conceived concept like Regan's trickle-down, economics plan? The same economic plan George Bush referred to as voodoo economics? The short answer is, we don't. Modern monetary theory boldly states the government of a country that issues its own currency and does not tie the value of that currency to any other currency can borrow an unlimited amount of money from its own central bank. In theory, this money can be borrowed at 0% and in fact, never has to be paid back. Wow. Wonderful. I hear you thinking, what's the catch? Well, even supporters of modern monetary theory admit unlimited borrowing will almost certainly end in a serious inflationary problem if the economy were to achieve full employment. However, most MMTers see a low risk of inflation pursuant to increased government spending given current economic conditions, including relatively high unemployment as well as recent experience of relatively low inflation notwithstanding growing amounts of government borrowing. MMTers also note that government can reduce its spending or increase taxes in the event that inflation is becoming a problem. Fraser Institute Precious Metals and the Unemployment Rate Precious metals are used historically as an asset used to protect investors from monetary inflation. If the money supply grows in relation to the finite amount of physical gold, gold prices rise. Gold prices rose considerably throughout 2020 to just over $2,100 an ounce in response to pandemic-related recession Federal Reserve money printing. However, precious metals suddenly dropped this week after a new U.S. jobs report was released showing the unemployment rate dropping to 5.4%. The Federal Reserve has repeatedly said they would only consider tapering if inflation were to rise above 2%, easily achieved already in most areas of the economy, and the economy achieves near full employment. This whole scenario is fascinating because gold prices dropping so sharply suggest precious metals investors anticipate the Federal Reserve tightening monetary policy soon before inflationary pressures get serious. Yet, risk on trades like cryptocurrency and stocks continue to rise even though any serious tapering or monetary tightening policy would surely cause these assets to correct sharply lower. A financial tipping point might be right in front of us. The greatest risk ahead for the financial system might be that we've already passed the point of no return. Although it is clear we have experienced serious food, fuel, and housing inflation and serious economists like Mohamed El Alarian, advisor to Allianz and Gramercy, thinks inflation continues to be a serious threat in the near term, even after considering the new employment numbers. Yet, the Federal Reserve might also be right, the inflation might ultimately end up to be largely transitory you might rightly be wondering how inflation could still be a threat if inflation ultimately turns out to be transitory. Let me explain. Real estate may have already peaked. Lumber prices, for example, have absolutely plummeted from their all-time highs back to levels not seen since 2018. Used car prices are also reversing course and dropping quickly. It's possible the post-pandemic panic purchasing is mostly over. Government stimulus checks are spent yet the world economy looks as weak as a kitten. 
With infection rates spiking again and no definite end to the pandemic in sight, it is perfectly reasonable to assume the pandemic will continue to be a serious drag on the economy, perhaps for years to come. This might explain why the Federal Reserve continues to keep monetary policy so loose. I think the Federal Reserve fears the U.S. economy is at or near a tipping point, a point of no return. It's possible the Federal Reserve doesn't give a damn about a real estate or stock market bubble because they fear a permanently weak economy and the potential for Japan-style off and on deflation more than they fear a relatively short-lived financial bubble. Even if you believe, like I do, real estate, cryptocurrencies, and stocks are all in a bubble, they are nowhere near the bubble Japan experienced in the late 1980s. I think the Federal Reserve is gambling the coming stock market correction will not be bad enough to derail the economy if the economy can achieve low, but persistent inflation. The problem with tipping points. Like politicians trying to balance economic growth with environmental protection, there is no easy way for central bankers to know if they've passed the point of no return. If the Federal Reserve can create enough economic growth to offset a significant stock market correction, great. Investors take a small financial beating and we all live to fight another day. On the other hand, if an economic tipping point has already been passed, then despite the best intentions of the Federal Reserve, consistent economic growth and low stable inflation could remain elusive for years. They may remain frustratingly elusive because, after so much economic stimulus failing to achieve the intended results, more stimulus will only produce ever-diminishing returns. Even if the bipartisan and Democrat-proposed infrastructure bills were to both pass, significant infrastructure spending at this point would take years to produce lasting economic results. If an economic tipping point has already been passed, all the Federal Reserve is doing now is artificially pushing up asset prices that will ultimately exacerbate our economic problems when the current asset bubble inevitably bursts. I'd love to hear what you think in the comments section. Disclosure, please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions.